Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. They've got a really good defensive coordinator. Uh, and like I say, a lot of talent uh, defensively. Um, Secondary-wise, they can cover. Linebackers can run. And then they're just huge. I, I really like their two defensive ends. Uh, they could be a problem for us if if we get in third and long a lot of times. We have a plan for that. But uh, very good, their two defensive ends. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boo tastes like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westie girl with my baby stuff. I know that it's good. Won't you sit it on my taste plus? I get way too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your block and break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. Eat up your per diem. You just gotta hate them phone. If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes phone. If I quit this season, I still be the greatest phone. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Hold up. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. And welcome in Out of Bounds here on 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is an easy Friday show because you have made it to the weekend. Well, pretty much. Let's be honest. You're mailing it in if you're out there working. It's at the halfway point of a Friday, so we're going to make it easy for you here on the show today. And we want to have fear from you. Anything that you think about the weekend of sports, you can call or text in 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, of course, we're going to have Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us and talking to him about all things going on in the state of Arkansas, a little high school, but also some Razorback talk. And uh, Andrew Spivey of GatorCountry.com. He'll be joining us in the 3 o'clock hour as uh, we'll get a little preview of Arkansas and Florida coming up tomorrow morning. 11 a.m. will be kickoff for the Razorbacks and Gators. You can listen to it right here on 103.7 The Buzz with Chuck Barrett and Quinn Grovey. Also have the uh, Hogwall Game Day show at 7 a.m. And then have the fifth quarter show right after that, right here on 1037 The Buzz. Also, we'll be live streaming on our video side of things, too, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. So looking forward to that. And uh, it was kind of funny, Joe, when I heard the Razorback update, I guess, there by Chuck Barrett and says, hey, we're kind of getting used to these 11 a.m. starts. It's like, well, I mean, how? I guess they're true. I mean, it's not that it's necessarily a bad thing, but... I guess because the, the, uh, the Alabama game was 11 a.m., the A&M game was 11 a.m., this game's 11 a.m. Uh, I don't... The don't, FIU game probably you, be yeah. at 11 a.m. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, at least with Auburn, it's three. And so that's that's one. That's like a late afternoon, mid-afternoon. And then the Missouri game, I think at 1 p.m.? Usually around 1.30. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this will be the final 11 a.m. game that you'll have in SEC play. But, yeah, FI, FIU is either going to be the 11 a.m., or it'll be like that 6.30 ES, uh, SEC Network Plus game or whatever they end up yeah, doing. Yeah, the stadium will be packed for that one. Man, just everybody's going to be living it up. Lively. Big time. But, uh, yeah, that's it's amazing that we're already to the point to where there's four games left. Four games left of the season. And it uh, looks like that might be it unless they decide to win out because that's the only way that they'll have a chance of making any sort of postseason play, which is, of course, we all know how crazy it is. But thinking about, like, Arkansas is not – I guess in 2020, they didn't go to the bowl game because TCU had the, the COVID issues because it was the Texas Bowl, right? Wasn't that the yes. one they were supposed to go to? Yes. And they didn't go, and this will be, uh, if, they, if they lose one more, I mean, this will be the first time since San Pittman's tenure that they did not make postseason at all. It's weird. It's weird to think about, but it's true. <laughs> Man, That's it. what kind of season it's been, though. We've seen that the offense hasn't played great and that they've dropped some close games. They've look good at times on offense, but just haven't been able to do enough to pull through. So I, my question is, we know what they have to do and have to win out to get to a bowl game, but if, like, if Arkansas went down to Florida and won this game, 
Does that change anyone's mind about anything? Like, does it make you? I think it makes you feel better, obviously, about the possibility of winning out because you can't win out unless you win the first one. But does it change your view of Pittman? Does it change your view of the situation? Or is it something like you have to wait until the rest of the season all plays out? Because, I mean, winning at Florida for the first time ever would be great, and especially if the offense looks better, like everyone would be happy about it. But I just don't know if that's going to really move the needle for anybody after one game. It's more about what do you do the next four games that's yeah, going to move the yeah, needle. Yeah, you have to let it play out to the end of the season, see exactly what happens. Now, if they only win one more game, of course that's not promising. But if they win, uh, I, I think the bar is going to be set at three to have a real conversation about setting up the future, what it looks like next year, bringing mm-hmm. in a new offensive coordinator, or if Kenny Guyton is going to remain that permanent offensive coordinator. But anything less than three, I think it may the conversation is going the opposite direction where it's talking about an overhaul. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that, like, I was talking about this with some buddies yesterday. If Arkansas, I'm not, I don't know if they will. We'll find out. But if Arkansas does not win an SEC game this year, even if they beat FIU, say they go 3-9, and nine, they'll win an SEC game to go 0-8. Do you realize that's going to be the fourth time in the past 10 years that Arkansas has gone 0-8 in conference? That's crazy. 40% of the time. That's disgusting. Like, that is dis- absolutely s- pathetic and sad if that happens. Almost half the time. It, it, it actually... Yeah, I guess if you look at the years, it probably could be pared down where it's even less time, even less than four in a 10-year span. Yeah. yeah. Well, because in 2013, they went 0-8 and in Brett Bielma's first year. And then the two Chad Moore's years of 18 and 19. Okay, well, and then if, this year. if 2013 yeah. was the first year, then. Yeah. But, yeah, I was thinking about those more <laughs> recent ones mm-hmm. where it probably could be pared down. Yeah, those stick out a little bit more. But if you want to take it another step, uh, Arkansas has also had... Uh, a year where they only had one SEC win, and another year where they only had two SEC wins. So you would talk about six of the ten years, in the past ten years, you had a total of three SEC wins. And, and that's why saying if it's two wins or less, then you know the conversation probably starts about seeing what happens next year in the opposite direction, maybe looking at some changes altogether, because... If you're talking about the difference of one conference game as opposed to zero conference games, that's not a lot to go on to say this thing looks better and it looks promising. No. In fact, like, I mean, I'd like to win one SEC game just to say that you didn't have another O for season. That would be about be the only benefit of it is just to say that you didn't go winless because I'm with you. It's not going to make a difference of like, oh, you know, we were going to make some major changes if you went 0-8. But since you went 1-7... and Okay, now we're we're that feeling good. Everything, yeah, yeah, like no. Hopefully, nobody feels that way, and nobody says that that's a good thing. But yeah, I'm with you because like beating FIU is not going to do anything. Uh, yeah, winning three, winning three games of your last four, to me is the only way you can really say, all right, we're gonna we're gonna keep it this way or keep Sam Pittman and try to make this work the next year. Because yeah, if you if you go four and eight and one and seven in conference play. Like who's feeling good about that? Like because you oh you beat you beat Auburn at home who's really bad too, and I don't think that's gonna make anyone feel confident about the future. I mean, they may not feel confident right now. Like for all I know, but it's just you, you gotta you gotta do more than just win a couple games. You gotta you gotta win at least three of the last four to make anybody feel good about anything. And we're talking about that because this is where we are now with the last four games left. But even coming into the season. There were plenty of people that, when we do our record predictions that were calling in, saying, man, anything less than seven wins is probably a disappointing season. And so we know that it is going to be less than seven for sure. Yeah, I, I was one of those that said if it was a six and six season, it was going to be disappointing. Which, best case scenario, you get to that. And even if they get to that, I still feel like it'll be a disappointing year. Because then, I almost, I'm not saying I'd be madder if that happened, but if they go six and six and win these final four, I'm still going to be frustrated because I'm be like, are you kidding me? Because you would think that, that would mean that Kenny Guyton did a good job as the offensive coordinator, at least did a better job to get the team going a little bit more offensively. They got a little bit more confidence. So if they did that, I'd, I'd be happy about it, but then I'd be like, you're telling, it just feels like even more wasted because it was there. They didn't there. recognize it or realize yeah. it soon enough to get things turned around. Yeah, and just like, well, what if? What if you would have been able to do that? You know, What if you would have done it before the Mississippi State game at least? Like You would have had a chance to go 7-5. and five. You should have won that game, but... You know that's not that doesn't matter now because you got four games. This 
This game right here is is the most crucial and most important game of Sam Pittman's career at Arkansas against Florida because this if you don't win it, your bowl eligibility is done for. We all know that. But also, you made the change. You've had the bye week. You, you put in Kenny Guyton. Uh, I don't think that you should, everyone should say, oh, you got to have big-time offensive numbers. But if it's not vastly improved and if the team's not going all in, if they're not feeling good about playing for you, then that's that's when it's really going to start being problematic. But yeah, I'm with you. If if they don't win, if they win two games, that ain't going to make me feel good. Shouldn't make anybody feel good. But that's the that's the situation Arkansas finds themselves in. And it's just so funny too because I feel like this is the easier part of their schedule. But it's still like going to Florida, you know, to Gainesville. They have three SEC wins. Like they beat Tennessee. That was a good win for Florida. They beat Tennessee this year. Beat them pretty handedly too. So you know they've had some ups and downs on their own end. But they're they're going to be ready. They're going to be trying to come off of that Georgia loss and uh, get back to uh, in, in control. I think they're sitting at five and three right now, so they're still trying to get to bowl eligibility because they're looking at it too, Joe. Where if they don't win this game, they have <laughs> they got Florida State still on the schedule. They got LSU still on the schedule, and they got uh, I got to got to look up and see who the other game was. I think it was a. Might have been Missouri, actually. Yeah, yeah it is Missouri. So they can't afford to look ahead, though. No, so, they can't. They can't. Um, they, but this does become a really important game for them. And playing at home, you know, there's something to it. And they're just they're in a good spot right now, and they realize that, and they want to go ahead and try to become bowl eligible as soon as possible because. They are only one game away. It's right there for them. Also, for those of you who may be wondering as far as the numbers and, and for Florida and everything, uh, Graham Mertz is their quarterback. And uh, he's had, I wouldn't say he's had a great year, but uh, people may be a little underrating him too because he did have, or has 2,200 passing yards, 14 touchdowns, and only two interceptions. So he's done a good job, and he's completed about 65% of his passes. So uh, they, they got a guy in a quarterback position that can do really well, but I'm sure we'll talk with uh, Spivey, Andrew Spivey later in the show. We'll talk to about his their offense because their defense has done a pretty good job, but their offense has been suffering and struggling. Their offensive line has not had a had a great run. Boy, it sounds so familiar. It's almost like the, these two teams are uh, pretty pretty similar in that regard. But uh, we'll talk to Andrew Spivey about that coming up uh, later in the show too. But there's a lot of great college football games going to be happening this weekend. We know, of course, the LSU-Alabama game, game that gets hyped up every single year, which is that – I keep forgetting it's at 645 – on CBS because it's like the double flex one that they're doing. And they're able to do that and make it a 645 game now because of college football being sped up a bit. Mm -hmm. And now they feel comfortable and feel good about being able to start it on time. Yeah. So you're going to have that game. And, of course, the game that everyone circled before the year started as being a premier game in the SEC East, Georgia and Missouri. That that game is going to be held at 2.30. So uh, we'll have some uh, talk about that one too. But also just a lot of other ones in college football in general which uh, we'll do. We'll have our picks, too, because there are some not only good college football, but some good NFL games. And congrats to your Steelers last night, Joe, getting another victory sitting at, uh, was it now 5-3 and three for the Steelers? How about that? Yeah, in uh, close games, they seem to be able to put it together and come away with some wins, and it was another case of it last night. Five wins on the season, they're 5-3. and three. Four of them have been within seven points and comeback wins. Well, all five of them have been Within seven points, but four of them have all been comeback wins. So yep. four of the five. Did I see the stat right that the Steelers, every game they've won this year, they've been outgained offensively in every I, game? I don't know if that <laughs> is the stat, but it sounds right because uh, they don't do a lot offensively. Yeah. Because uh, last night was first time this season they've scored a touchdown on the opening drive. That was a problem last season. Right. That's why the offensive coordinator takes a lot of heat. And then Deontay Johnson, he caught over 100 passes last season, didn't score a touchdown, so that was his first touchdown last night since 2021. No, that's, that's wild. But, hey, they got the win, and that's all that matters in the end. But we got more Easy Friday show coming up next. Stay with us. It's Randy Rainwater. Tell me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Conway when the Wampus cast host the Bryant Hornets. Brought to you by the Sonic Drive-In and 103.7 The Buzz. This 
Texas Sports Center. There will be a full day of action in college football in the natural state tomorrow. It starts with Arkansas facing Florida in the swamp at 11 a.m. Coverage will start on the buzz at 7 a.m. with a Hogwild pregame show thanks to Mud Connections. Stay tuned after the game for the first security fifth quarter postgame show. Arkansas State will host Louisiana and Jonesboro at 2. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Then Central Arkansas will face North Alabama on the road at 4 o'clock. Coverage for that game will start on the point 94.1 at 3. And nationally, the two biggest games are in the SEC. Both games will be on CBS at 2.30. Second-ranked Georgia will take on 12th-ranked Missouri. Then at 6.45, 14th-ranked LSU will travel to 8th-ranked Alabama. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late-night fights. Cobra Commander, I figured out when to attack G.I. Joe. What's your new idea, Destro? We attack Saturday at 9 a.m. They'll all be listening to Guatney Unplugged at 103.7 The Buzz. Excellent. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lion's Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lion's Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lion's Drug. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. If you're looking for the best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars, trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years. More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com. We'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 Series is part of the tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Work smarter, not harder with River Valley Tractor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Arkansas right up on the football, second down and six. Dominion stays in at running back, but KJ's going to throw. Fade down the right sideline. Broden's in the back of the end zone. He caught the ball. Well, he didn't catch it, but they throw a flag. After further review, the result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown, Arkansas. <laughs> On 103.7 The Buzz.
It is an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds, folks. Appreciate everybody listening in uh, this afternoon. And going to have a special appearance by Mark the Magician here in a few minutes, talking about the Breeders' Cup coming up. So it's been a while since we've talked to Mark, so good chance to talk about that with him and what some of his picks are and, and everything like that. So looking forward to that as always. And uh, also when we're talking about Arkansas and Florida, Uncle Jesse says on the uh, Southern Structure Solutions text, he says, how are ticket sales for the game? Will the Hogs be competing in a full house? You know, I actually don't know. I don't know what the uh, ticket sales are, but I'd assume Florida usually even... I mean, they're still 5-3. and three. I know that they're probably not happy with it, but they're it's not like they're trash. Out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and you got to remember, too, it is noon down there. You know, it's not 11. It's noon. So I feel like that gives... Uh, an hour is a big deal, trust me, when it comes to your tailgating experience. <laughs> that extra hour can really help. But there'll they'll be a good crowd there regardless. Um, because it is Florida. Let's see ticket sales right now. If you went on Vivid Seats, uh, the cheapest ticket sixty two bucks. So I'd say oh, that's a pretty good sign. Yeah, so that's a pretty good sign. If you wanted to sit in the lower bowl, okay, yeah. If you want to sit in the lower bowl, you're gonna have to pay at least a hundred bucks. So yeah, it'll ah, be it'll they, be. There. They have it. They they got it covered. Yeah. Okay. This is some. Ha- I think there was a mistype or something like that because I see there's a ticket that's on Vivid Seats for sixty nine thousand dollars. And it's for the lower bowl. And I was like, nope, that has to be a typo. <laughs> so, 69000 Yeah, I was just looking at that. I was like, I seen like, oh, 100 bucks, 102 bucks, 118 bucks. He's like, 69000 I was like, 69000 What are you doing? Are you actually <laughs> playing in the game? I have to say, is that part, is that like, if you buy that, that means you get a guaranteed like five star linebacker with it or something like that? I don't know. But like, yeah, surely, surely that's a typo. Um, but no, maybe, this, maybe it's a sweet cost though. You said it's for lower bowl. Yeah. It just says lower bowl section six for, and it says each ticket, $69,000. Oh, no, so, yeah, that is a typo. Yeah. It has to be a typo, but, uh, no, I, I, the swamp has always been a really tough place to play. And I still want to go there. I plan on going there this year, but, uh, do those, some circumstances could happen, but I will say, you know, my friends that we all went to the BYU game last year in Provo and the year before that went to Athens. So, they're actually going, Joe, to like three different college football games this weekend. And one of them, I believe, I think they're going to the Colorado State game. I have to look it up. And the Colorado game. And then like the Wyoming game. Like they're going oh, to like three man. of them. That's a great weekend. Yeah. And they wanted me to go. What? And I wanted to go. Wyoming but. plays tonight. Yes. So. Yes. Because they're flying up tonight. So they're catching that one tonight. And then they're, I guess the Colorado and Colorado State games are tomorrow. Like one's earlier and the one's in later. Yeah, the Colorado game is late. It's going to be a 9 o'clock kickoff central time. Those are the ones that Coach Prime complained about. Oh, yeah. Which, so, so 10 o'clock on the East Coast on Eastern time, and that's what he, he was complaining about. He said, you know, do they even care about people who are in the Eastern time zone? He's like, who's watching? That's true. Now, I, 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 I'm with Coach Prime on that. I, I don't understand it. Because, uh, yeah, they're playing Oregon State. At home, so that's going to be a interesting game. I, f- I forgot who Colorado. What? Because what conference is Colorado State in? Is that the MAC? Oh, uh, I don't know. I should have looked it up. If that was the case, it's uh, no, or Mountain no. West. Yeah, they can't be in the MAC. Yeah, that doesn't no. make sense. Yeah, okay. So there you go. It's Wyoming, and oh, it's, okay. So that's what it was. Wyoming, Colorado State. I thought they're there was a third game. Each other. Yeah, they're playing each other. I thought there was a third game in there. I don't know. They're just go- they're going to see three games up in that area though to check it out. Well, so. they have plenty of time between those games. you got one tonight and then one late tomorrow. So they'll be able to get out around, uh, you know, the town and explore a little bit. Boulder is a really cool place. It's uh, an eclectic type place. They have a square where there are people standing out and making money in all kinds of ways where you may have a guy that if you tell him your zip code, he can tell you exactly where you're from or where you live or where you're close to. And uh, they have people playing music, people dancing. Oh, wow. And of course, you know, you they have their tip jar there, but it's a really cool spot. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So here, here's what it was. So they're going to the Air Force game tonight, Cause Air For- or tomorrow, because Air Force and Army are playing each other in Denver at 1.30. So that's what it was. Still, I, I was a little bit jealous of him, but I told him, he's like, oh, man, you should come with. And I'm like, hey, listen. I would love to, but the thing is, is I kind of need to watch the Razorback game. I kind of need to watch that and kind of need to uh, commentate about it and kind of need to know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, because the Colorado State game is in Wyoming, 
there in Laramie, and then the Colorado or the Army Air Force games in Denver, and then the Colorado game, of course, is in Boulder. So, you know, it'll be quite the haul, and uh, I'm sure people are really excited about that. We speaking speaking of uh, Colorado and Coach Prime, this came from Brett McMurphy. It said Colorado quality control analyst Pat Shermer will take over play calling duties from OC Sean Lewis versus Oregon State. Deion Sanders must elevate Shermer from analyst to a full-time coach to be eligible to coach. Uh, Lewis will still signal the plays in, a source said, but it's unknown which assistant will be demoted to make room for Shermer's promotion. Shermer was an NFL OC for four different teams, most recently with the Broncos and a former head coach of the Giants and the Browns. Yeah, so. that's a great move on their part. They're trying to get a spark where they can. Their defense hasn't really been playing up to par, but offensively they've had some lapses at points, and Sean Lewis has taken a little bit of criticism. And anytime you have former NFL coaches, especially head coaches on the staff, which Coach Prime does have a few of those, then make the best of their abilities and their use. Hey, listen, uh, we, we know here about Arkansas about changing OCs and trying to switch it up a little bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you got to do whatever you can, and especially if you're Colorado trying to recapture some of that energy that they got going on. But speaking of energy, let's go ahead and welcome in to talk more about the Breeders' Cup, Mark the Magician. It's time for Mark the Magician, out of bounds horse racing handicapper. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. So won't you please take me home? <laughs> take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. He's smelling it. Look out, Mark the Magician, coming to us live from Southern California to talk about the Breeders' Cup. Mark, what have you been up to? Man, great to talk to you guys again. I'm here at Santa Anita Park for the Breeders' Cup weekend here, the first race. We're coming down the stretch for the very first race right now. That's why you hear a lot of noise in the background. And uh, we've got 10 races today, 12 races tomorrow. Ended up with a $6 million Breeders' Cup classic tomorrow and guns and roses played here the last two nights at the hollywood bowl got disneyland on sunday and monday it's a dream weekend before we get started at you know where oakland park here in just I believe it's four weeks or five weeks from today it's december the 8th on friday december the 8th and i'll be glad to be back on out of bounds with you guys for another 22 weeks it's going to be a great year at oakland park and a great weekend at breeders cup so, Mark, what have you been up to during the off season? You've been doing some uh, catching some shows around the country. Oh man, I got to go back to Wrigley Field to see GNR at Wrigley Field. Got to see them there. I went to uh, Kansas City. Got to see them at Royal Stadium. That was the next day when the Chiefs played right next door. When Taylor Swift made the big uh, uh, intrusion there to the game and. Went to St. Louis. That show got canceled. Axel got sick that weekend when he was in Kentucky. That's the only show they had to cancel pretty much for the last seven years this tour's been going on. Remember, they played at War Memorial Stadium back in 2017, I believe it was, 2017, which is six years ago. This tour has been nonstop ever since. And uh, I've been to a couple racetracks throughout the summer, and that's it. Horse racing, Guns N' Roses, meeting new friends talking to new customers, speaking to my customers from the past. Got a hold of a lot of you guys the last few days. A lot of you have already signed up for Oakline and got your Breeders' Cup picks already. And here we are. Another year has passed. And the Texas Rangers won easily in the World Series, you know. They had to have one of the what, the pitching coach from St. Louis. Had to have a little Arsenal energy in there somewhere. Because the last time, you know, Texas got knocked out. You remember who knocked them out years ago? <laughs> it was the St. Louis Cardinals that David Freeze was the MVP. I mean, they, they must have showed that moment 50 times over the weekend on, on different stations talking about it. But hopefully my Cardinals will be back in there next year. You know, they're regrouping right now. We just got to get some pitching. But right now it's all about horse racing and getting ready for Oakland Park. They also, the Rangers, have a pretty good player that was in the St. Louis Cardinals farm system at one time, Adolis Garcia, who showed up big throughout the postseason. Now, he wasn't able to complete the World Series, but he, he, uh, they wouldn't have gotten there without his services and some of the things he did in the postseason. Yeah, didn't he hit back-to-back home runs one night? I believe he hit two in one night in one of the playoff games. Yeah, yeah. He, I can't remember. He, I just, yeah. He played really well throughout. He played really well. I was glad to see Texas win it because I didn't want Houston going there again. You know, they just got such a damper on them after the year they got 
caught cheating with the signals. So it was good to see some new media in there. But Arizona just couldn't compete with those Texas Rangers. They were just too good. I've got three races today I'll go over with you, and then we'll talk about a couple of them tomorrow. Like I said, they just started here at Santa Anita Park, and all the plays are online at markmagician.com. Let's go over three of them today, just like I do during Oakland. We'll start with race five today. Race five today, I like the number two horse, No Nay Matt. No Nay Matt's with Hall of Famer Ortiz riding this one, Junior. I read Ortiz Junior, soon to be Hall of Famer. Two four eleven and two four one. If you're playing exactas and tries, that's today in race five, the Grade One, one million dollar five year uh, five furlong turf sprint for two year olds. All but one of the races today are two year old uh, fillies and mares and colts. So you're going to see a couple of big prices today, most likely, because you get those baby horses running, and you know anything can happen because they're just starting out. You know the first. Three weeks, first two weeks of Oakland will be two-year-olds also. A lot of two-year-old races coming up at Oakland, and then they all turn three on January 1st. Move on down to race number seven, a horse I like a lot at four to one on the outside. Number 11, She Feels Pretty. Number 11, She Feels Pretty. Johnny B, Johnny Velasquez riding this one for Cherie DeVoe. Exactas and tries today in race seven at Santa Anita in the Breeders' Cup for the $1 million turf Philly two-year-old race 11 6 12 11 6 7 that's in race seven and i always like to take you out the door on the opening day just like i do at oakline and how appropriate is this name i love it didn't pick it because of the name but the name is so fitting for the show we're on right now race number four race number 10 number four today going out the door a winner number four bust buzz Bust buzz right here on 1037, the buzz play of the day. Exactas and tries here, 432, 436. Real strong exacta box, 43, taking out the door in race 10 today at Santa Anita. Joe? Oh, yeah, definitely have to play bust buzz. And uh, let's go ahead and get into some of the picks for tomorrow. Let's go right to it. Let's go to race number four tomorrow. Horse that ran second last year. This, and going a mile and three sixteenth last year. The same race is going a mile and a quarter this year, and it starts out on a downhill t- turf course. So it's not level when it first starts out. It's downhill where they pick up a little bit more speed getting out of the gate. So race four on the rail, number one in Italia, Joe Rosario. And I believe Joe Rosario is coming to Oakland Park from what I'm hearing right now. Rumors are he's going to race at Oakland for the first time ever full-time starting December 8th. So, Joel Rosario riding number one in Italian for the man from New York, Chad Brown, playing your exactas and tries in race four tomorrow at Santa Anita in the Breeders' Cup. This is a $2 million race, by the way, one six two one six four. We got one big hammer play for you tomorrow. I know a lot of guys, give me a deer head. I got a bunch of deer head, whatever you want to call it, just a solid win bet. Race five, number one. We played this about three years ago. We played this horse. I gave it to you on the buzz when it was running at Keeneland, I believe. Number one on the rail, Good Night Olive. Good Night Olive. No other picks in that race. Just a good single $100 play, whatever your big play is. Number one, Good Night Olive. And before I take you out the door with the Breeders' Cup Classic, would you like to get anything else you need to ask me before I go? Man, uh, not as far as asking you anything, but just enjoy your time. And mm-hmm. we know that, you know, time is short before it is a quick turnaround and racing season gets started here in Arkansas. But you've had, uh, Baz always talks about summer of adventure. You always make the most of it and have those adventurous type summers. Yeah, always. And after a lot of things I did this summer, I can't even remember. I did so much. It's, it's like following John Neighbors. You know, he's here one day, he's here there one day, he's hanging out at Buss's house in a hot dog costume. I mean, you. I listen to you guys during the week, so I keep up with what's going on with you guys. So how was that Halloween visit there at Muss's house there, John? I know you talked a lot about it, but it seemed like it was a lot of fun. No, no, it was great. And again, just a uh, shout out to Coach Muss and Danielle, his wife, for being very accommodating, very welcoming. And uh, it was great, and you can tell just uh, must. I'm, I was actually maybe a little surprised, but they said that they go all out for Halloween. They said that's their favorite holiday to celebrate, uh, not only as a family but as a team and everything is Halloween. And I, I started wondering, I was like, maybe is it costumes? I think that's part of it, but I also think it's always lining up right before the season starts to where it's kind of like the yeah. last hurrah before. Because Thanksgiving, you know, they're going to be down in Atlantis, you know, in the Bahamas, and then Christmas is still 
busy time, stressful. So, yeah, I'm sure Halloween is the favorite holiday because it's the last one before it gets really crazy. Oh, yeah. I, and by the way, I was at Ball Arena last Friday night seeing Gun Road. See, there's one show I forgot about going to Denver. 29 degrees. They got eight inches of snow as we were taking off out of the airport that Saturday. You know, they had to clear the field for the football game on Sunday, but that was a great adventure. First time in Denver actually venturing out and 29, went from 80 degrees to 29 degrees to an indoor show at Ball Arena, and that was great with the Denver Nuggets. And I believe they won, didn't they win the championship last year? Yes. I believe they did, didn't they? Yeah. So there was a lot of stuff to see there, and then riding the train from the airport out to Ball Arena was really cool. But taking you out the door, winter tomorrow, it's not the last race of the day, but it is the ninth race. They moved, there's 12 races tomorrow, but they moved up the Breeders' Cup Classic because NBC has all the football schedules going on on Saturday. So the Classic will go at 540 Central Time, $6 million Classic, going a mile and a quarter at race number nine tomorrow. And a horse I've got on top for is the horse that ran at Oakland last year and also ran at the Breeders' Cup the first race. This horse will run one time, and then he's off six months. Runs one time, he's off four months. He's only run four times, I believe, in his career. Number 12, Arabian Night, for my man that's been banned from the Kentucky Derby last year, and they said he could come back this year, and guess what? They said, well, Bob, we're not going to let you race this year either, so he has to put all his horses in somebody else's name. So look for those Baffert two-year-olds to become three-year-olds, and they'll be switching out to other trainers. This is a four-year-old now, number three, Arabian Night. Three to one on the morning line by Exactas and Trifecta Boxes in race number nine, the $6 million Breeders' Cup Classic, 12-3-6 and 12-3-2. And that's tomorrow at 540 Central. You can get all my plays at markthemagician.com, and I look forward to talking to you guys on December 8th as we begin the big season at Oakland Park. Guys? All right, we appreciate it, Mark. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll be talking to you here in just a few weeks. All right, John, Joe, have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. All right, appreciate it. Mark the Magician joining us. Talk a little Breeders' Cup with him. Always appreciate it. In fact, uh, from our Asher Record Life fan feedback, Freddie Five Spins, hide your girl. That's what he's going by today. He says, fellas, Mark the Magician sings to me like a beautiful senorita on the beaches of Cabo. He <laughs> says, racing season. Is a John easiest buy last night with Texas Tech and the Steelers' money line? Yeah, good calls on those. Now today with European hockey parlays, John, hockey is easy. Bunch, uh, some over parlays and bet small, baby. High odds, so parlay. Nailed it last night and currently today with the high money lines and overs. Give me blues, sabers, over, and a Syracuse money line partner. Saddle up and ride, pour one out, and holla. So appreciate that, uh, Freddie. Five spins. Because I always like uh, his takes and seems to have some good bets, and especially when he's feeling good about himself in the Asher Record Life and feedback. So really appreciate that. Uh, I do, though, want to tell you, though, real quick about Max Prairie Wings and how hunting season is upon us. The weather is going to be a little bit warmer this weekend, but we know it's going to be getting closer and closer to the time where you're going to be out there trying to get that buck or trying to get those ducks, whatever it may be. Yeah, Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart's going to be there to have you covered. If you got need quality tree stands, they got the Big Game Hunter ladder stand available for one forty nine. They also have the Muddy Outdoor Skybox Deluxe ladder stand that could be yours for only one eighty nine. And for you guys on the go, they've got the Summit Goliath SD climbing tree stand for just three forty nine. And that's not all. Max Prairie Wings has a vast selection of deer rifles, high quality scopes, rifle ammo, and deer scent. Everything you need to bag that buck. So come down to the store in Stuttgart. Or you can visit them online at maxpw.com. That's M-A-C-K-S-P-W.com to take advantage of these amazing deals. And the best part about it is that you can enjoy free shipping on orders of $99 or more. Just be sure to sign up for the newsletter to receive exclusive offers, news, and updates to enhance your hunting experience. The hunt begins right here at Max Prairie Wings, where they're passionate about helping you make your deer season the best one yet. It's Max Prairie Wings, your one-stop shop for all of your hunting needs. Happy hunting. It's an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. And we got more of it coming up next as we'll get to what's trending in the world of sports and your phone calls and text messages, so stay with us. Hi, I'm Hunter Bell from Bell Chevrolet. Football season in Arkansas is one of my favorite times of the year. And I think we can all agree that game days are better with tailgating. Fourth quarters are better with game-winning field goals. And the best played games are better with teamwork. And just like on the field, Bell Chevrolet is better because of our people and their dedication to our customers. Shop Bell Chevrolet and bellchevrolet.com today. Find new roads. 
Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Matt Steele in Bryant, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Justin Stewart in Malvern today. Come to Robert Irwin Jewelers and experience the RIJ way. Now with two locations in the area, McCain Mall or the Pleasant Ridge Town Center off of Cantrell Road next to the Fresh Market. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. So have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever. Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Have questions about retirement, investments, or your money? Call our financial hotline. Dial 501-381-5228 and leave a voicemail with your specific financial question and our experts will answer it on the Get Ready for the Future show Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Get your financial questions answered by the pros. 501-381-5228. Call now. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Genwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial. Mud Connections presents the Hogwild pregame show with David Basil and Trey Schatt before each Arkansas Razorback football game four hours before kickoff. Hogwild pregame show is brought to you in part by Rainwater Holton Sexton, Bud Light, and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Ellis out front had it knocked away, got it back, drives the paint to the rim. It's good and one. How about that? L. Ellis, quick as a hiccup. On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give him a call, 501 982 Take advantage of the red tag event that's going on at Guadney Chevrolet. 2024 Equinox, you can get for 1.9% financing or $1,000 in total cash allowance. And for the Silverados, you can get a 2023 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab, and that's at 1.9% financing or $2,000 in total cash allowance. So, Get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com, and you can see the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. 
Also, you can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. They're all there. They're listed. And if you need a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. And you can get that service scheduled on GuatneyChevrolet.com also. So it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is Out of Bounds here on an easy Friday show and a lot of things trending in the world of sports. So let's go ahead and get into it. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas' own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Mentioned that the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to beat the Tennessee Titans last night by a final score of 20 to 16, but did have a really scary moment, especially for those who, of course, are Razorback fans. That Traylon Burks was uh, had had to be carted off in the game, uh, which was uh, a scary deal. And uh, they said that later, at least, that he was able to be moving his extremities and he was responsive. And the latest update on Traylon Burks is that he is officially in concussion protocol, according to Coach Mike Vrabel. Uh, he said, from what it looked like, I would say that it was it was that probably. It's going to be as good of a prognosis that it could have been, which is great news. Still don't want to see him again in concussion protocol, but it definitely looked scarier than what it actually ended up being. So that's good. Yeah, it was one of those moments uh, on the football field where all the players are around and they're wishing the best for the player that's down at the time. And just seeing the play originally, just in real time, it didn't look like much. And then when you saw a replay, you saw that he hit his head against the turf pretty hard there and uh it's good that he he was even after the game last night he was walking at the time and he was fully conscious at that moment yeah which is again great to see for him but uh what's not so great is on the other side with the Steelers uh Cole Holcomb has officially suffered a season-ending knee injury and that is according uh, to a league source that's confirmed it to see uh, to ESPN he was carted off the field in the first half was discharged from an area hospital uh, there after Friday night uh, or the Friday morning, and he's expected to make a full recovery, but he's going to be out for the season. Sad for Cole Holcomb because uh, this is his first year with the Steelers, and he's somebody that unfortunately has dealt with injuries in the past, and he was out even most of last season playing for the Commanders with some injury issues, and uh, he was playing good this season, and even on the play that the injury actually happened. He was running down the field and, and took a hit from another stealer that was making a play on the ball. And just it was one of those unfortunate incidents and just a, a freak accident at the time it happened. So in NFL news, too, we always interesting to see uh, who's going to be starting at quarterback for certain teams. Well, in this particular case for the Cleveland Browns, it looks like Deshaun Watson will indeed get the start uh, for the Cleveland Browns as they take on the Arizona Cardinals. We all know that Watson had missed all but one quarter of Cleveland's past four games due to a rotator cuff strain in his throwing shoulder. And Kevin Stefanski says he's comfortable and he looks good. So he's going to be back. Good for him. We will see. (laughs) We'll see how he looks because just a couple of weeks ago when they were playing the Colts, he actually started that game as he was trying to come back from that shoulder injury. Had some discomfort, took a hit in that game and wasn't able to go back in at the time and so they're one to get to the point where they get them fully healthy to get them back on the field. Also, uh, if this is more for just if you're an NFL fan or a fan of this team, or even if you're a fantasy football person, but uh, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be without Drake London due to a groin injury uh, this, uh, this Sunday in their game because uh, he's been, uh, of course, the first-round pick since 20, in 2022. He's their leader in targets, receptions, and in yards, so a pretty big deal for them, but uh, he's not going to be able to play this weekend. Uh, also, in uh, some other news, uh, some more for the NBA, but another great performance out of Victor Wimbanyama last night. 38 points as, once again, the San Antonio Spurs were able to beat the Phoenix Suns. They were leading as much as 27 points in this game, but Victor Wimbanyama just went nuts, went crazy, and I know that uh, it's still very early in his career, but, man, just watching, even if you just watch his highlights, 
you can tell that it's like, all right, this is why everyone's talked about him so much. You're seeing the type of player that he is, and if he's at this level already this early part of his career, then, man, the, the, the ceiling is limitless for this guy. He said he, he grew up as a KD fan and, and loved watching him play and kind of even modeled some of his game after KD. It's apparent that he likes playing against the Suns, and it's cool to see those two going back and forth and uh, kind of going at each other. But a bit of a, a reversal here where the Spurs were down the first game against the Suns. They were able to come back and win. In this game, they had a big lead, and the Suns made it close, but Spurs still came out with a victory. So something about this matchup where the Spurs, they, they really – like what they have and what they see across the court from the Suns, and they were able to come away with two wins. Yeah, I saw the numbers where the game was tied at 116 in the final four four minutes and 15 seconds of the game. And in that run, uh, Victor Wimbanyama had 10 points, went 4-4 four four from the field, 3-4 uh, from the free throw line, and also hit a 3, 1-1. One one. And then uh, the Suns, as a team, had 5 points. They went 1-10 of 10 from the field for 10% shooting, 3-4 of four from 3 throws, and 0-3 oh of three from 3-point three land. Seeing so. that guy bring the ball up court and pull up at the 3-point line, just taking his own shot and, and not necessarily, you know, not like he's being selfish, but, you know, he's confident in his, in his game, and he's a player that at that size bring the ball up court and, and pulling up for 3 and making the shot with confidence – it's uh, it it was cool to see. It's it's not, I'm not saying it in a bad way, but it's just weird to see someone that big like him bringing the ball up court and, and and being able to do that with ease. Like that, it's just you haven't seen really many players like him. So that's what I find fascinating is seeing him on the court. Just like, oh man, this massive dude, but this massive dude can hit threes and get to the line. He can make shots. He's got confidence. He can dribble. He can pass. Like it's it's wild to see. He plays like a thing. guard in that yeah. body. Yeah. And it's it's wild. So, yeah, San Antonio definitely got him a good one and one that they can build their franchise around. And uh, if it's any indications of how, how far and how fun it's been so far this year for them, uh, they could uh, really have a lot of th- good things going for them as the year goes on. Uh, but we'll have some other things that are trending in the world of sports, too, and some other headlines. But we're going to have to take a top-of-the-hour update. When we come back, Steve Sullivan's going to join us of KATV. We'll talk to him about Arkansas and Florida this weekend. We'll talk some basketball with him, I'm sure, and also some high school football because that's still going on and in full swing. So uh, we look forward to catching up with old Sully about all of that. But we'll have our picks also in the next hour. have a Razor Hog update as well. And we'll keep it moving with an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. nothing quite like outdoor living and at Razorback Camper Sales we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot